Welcome to Flyover Conservative Podcast with David and Stacey Whited, where we break down current events and examine culture through the lens of conservative Christian values. Today on the Flyover Conservative Podcast, we are drawing attention to to a a young man that we had on a few weeks ago because he was doing great stuff, making great things happen, and you kind of think, well, good for him. That's probably the, you know, and it's not a week or two later. He's doing even more great things and doing incredible stuff. <laughs> can't and, stop him. And, and we talk about so much junk and negativity and garbage and human trafficking, all this stuff going on. It's like when you get like a a, a bright spot, something good happening, man, we got to draw more attention to that. And I don't think we could put enough tension uh, uh, to make it actually worthy of, of, of Daniel Schmidt. Yay! Welcome, Daniel! Woo! Thank you for having me again. I, I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Uh, we're so glad you're back. Dude, you're, you're crushing life. You're taking life and putting it over your knee and just giving a spank in its bottom pink. You know, you're just like, hey, I'm I'm in charge and uh, doing great stuff. For those of you that, that missed our last episode with him, we'll put it down in the notes below. Mm-hmm. That was because he basically uh, and they brought up an incredible question to, I think, a writer from the Atlantic that was visiting the University of Chicago. He's a uh, uh, just finished his freshman year there. He's a writer for the paper. And... Uh, that interaction with the Atlantic Rider kind of went viral uh, because you're asking about Hunter Biden's laptop. And she's like, I don't really think it's that interesting. Nobody really, nobody really cares about it. So we squashed the story. Yeah. I mean, of course, I mean, that question, her answer, I mean, I think by now people <laughs> maybe have seen it, but I mean, it's just so ridiculous. And you really, I mean, what else can you say about that? I mean, the sort <laughs> of true. arrogance she showed, I mean, it's just, yeah, it's just it's it's insane. It really so, is. But, so, uh, but thank you guys for having me on. I really appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. So that that clip went viral. Then you wrote an op-ed for the Epic Times. I want to put that up on here. If people have not seen it again, we will link that down below with some just some things you said there that are just obvious but somewhat shocking. But I think when people read it, they're like, "Oh, I do see that happening." There's mm-hmm. a trend shift, and what is it like to be uh, in an elite school like that? And um, kind of experienced interesting things. So I don't want to take away from the article and have people watch that. But that evolved into your appearance on Tucker Carlson and different different media outlets, as well as the Flyover Conservatives, which That's I'm sure right. was, was uh, a highlight for you. And then <laughs> and then and then you had Tucker Carlson on your podcast right out of the gate. Yeah, somehow I did. I don't know exactly still how I pulled it off. I mean, of course, Tucker Carlson is a legend, um, but yes. somehow I did. And we had a 40-minute conversation. We talked about a ton of stuff, but I really wanted to ask him about more like life advice, stuff for young yeah. men, stuff for young mm. people. I didn't want to berate him with a bunch of political questions because I think that's overdone. And so we talked from everything from being married to um, how online porn damages young men to, you know, his advice to drop out of college to, you know, his thoughts on, you know, a whole slew of things. I mean, really, it was a wide ranging conversation. And people really said that they took a lot out of it, that they really felt like they saw a different side to him that they may not see yep. on TV. Yes. And so anyone listening to this, if you just want to really, I think, nice, easygoing, but also interesting and impactful mm-hmm. conversation, I, w- I would be honored if you checked it out. Definitely. In fact, you can go to YouTube right now and see it on Peace of Schmidt. I think that is such a great name. <laughs> Peace remember? of Schmidt. We'll put that down uh, as a link as well down below. But we're going to play a little clip from that Tucker Carlson interview, and then we'll come back because we've got some questions for you about it. So check this out. I do want to segue. I do want to go into a bit of a lighter question. I'm just curious. When you were in college, you know, very recent, of course, what type of student were you? Were you very studious? Were you, you know, 
know, A's everywhere. You know, what kind of kid were you? Were you partying it up? I mean, just, just honestly, I think a lot of people, a lot of kids my age would just want to know, what were you doing in college? I mean, I'm very aggressively against college. I try to convince all four of my children not to go. Um, I still have one child in college. I tried to convince her not to go. She's one of my favorites. Uh, she went anyway. Um, and one of the reasons I'm so mad about college, well, there's, there's a lot of, I would say, objective data that shows that it's a, not a good idea for most people, particularly men. But another reason is I was just like an unabashed loser in college. I mean, I was just drunk every day. I, it took me years to recover from it. I finally quit drinking, you know, years later, 10 years later at the age of 32, but, uh, or 33, it'll be, it'll be 20 years next month. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I should never have gone to college. You know, my parents didn't go. Um, my brother didn't really go it, in my family. There was a premium on reading and college was not considered an impressive option. College was like kind of a, what the herd does. It was kind of a bourgeois choice. Like college, really? I mean, that was that was my father's attitude. Why don't you go do something interesting? You know, why don't you go write a novel or join the French Foreign Legion or, you know, create something worth having? You know, why don't you go do something adventurous? Why are you going to college? It's just like a holding pen for the middle class. Like that's that's ridiculous. That was my dad's opinion. And I and I agreed with it then. I just didn't have the balls to do something else, is the truth. I love wow. it. Like you said, the conversation went on for 40 minutes, but I would love to hear your takeaways because he gave advice from, from marriage to you name it. What were some of your biggest surprises from it or your biggest takeaways, not even for your viewers, but like for you personally? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, first of all, I think just, I mean, seeing him, I mean, he's the number one cable news host. Him, His advice is drop out of college. His advice is get married young. His advice is go outside. I mean, can you imagine anyone on the left having that advice? Can you imagine <laughs> Don Lemon or Brian Stelter or any of these characters going on someone's show and saying that? They would say the opposite. They would say, oh, you need to be in college for 20 years and you need to you know, be on social media and you need to do this and that. I mean, so just his his, his advice overall was so... I think it's so scarce. It's so rare. And mm-hmm. to hear someone of his power give that advice, I think was just so refreshing and so interesting to hear. So that's overall. But when you go into the, in the, in the particulars, I mean, a few things stuck out. I think number one, him saying get married young, that's something you don't hear often. In right. fact, when people my age get married at a young age, it's like, whoa, are you like some religious nut? It's totally bizarre. It's totally rare. But he says, get married young. He says, yeah. get, you know, have a lot of kids. He says, t- you know, go on adventures, you know, have responsibility, take risks in life. That's stuff you don't hear anymore. And it's it's so obvious. It's such common sense. And yet you don't see it anymore. And I think that was really interesting. Um, we also had, like, I, I think 10, 10 or 15 minutes talking about online porn and how it damages young men, how it really is addicting. I have friends who tell me, look, Daniel, I'm addicted to porn. I mean, it really is a big deal. Sure. And he asks a very basic question. He says, who profits from it? Who are the ones who are yeah. actually behind all this? We Why don't, don't really we talk about names? that. You know, yes. their faces. We talk Why about we like, know you know, exactly, exactly. You know, we talk about maybe, you know, big pharma. We talk about Wall Street. Why don't we talk about porn? Porn is one of the mm-hmm. most profitable industries in the world. And they're clearly destroying young men and young women too. Yep. And then lastly, at the very end, he had a really just unique piece of advice. He said, 
when you're reading books, you really want to read old books. You want to read books that were also written before World War II. He said books before like 1940s are especially filled with wisdom and filled with insight. And that's something that I kind of actually, in retrospect, I wish I probably could have asked him like what books you recommend and the people in the comments were wishing I asked that. But just hearing him say read old books really stuck with me. Mm -hmm. And that's something I'm going to actually do. So overall, tons of good advice. And I think just to put it, in, in short, I mean, a lot of the stuff we were talking about is so obvious, but yet so rare. And I think that's just a testament to how crazy our times are, how you don't really get this in most circles. And I think YouTube is already sort of shadow banning the video because I think if you just Google Tucker Carlson interview, you don't even find it. You have to be really particular in what you search. So I guess YouTube is already finding that this is too dangerous. So I mean, we'll, do, we'll put it know, in the notes think, in the notes yeah. below. Yes, and uh, for uh, sure. Again, you can find Thank it you on, so on, on Twitter. Yeah. At twitter.com forward slash real D Schmidt for Daniel Schmidt. Um, you can search it with that. We'll put it in the mm-hmm. links down below. Um, you know, like Brianna Morello and so many others that we bring on, there are some good voices mm-hmm. on Twitter. And I, I kind of look at them sort of like the last the last ones to, you know, before they jump on the boat and have to get out of out of town as well. <laughs> but they're there shedding light, sharing good ideas. He's a great follow there. And I'm excited about your new YouTube channel. Me too. One thing I just wanted to add to that, because I think it is so true what Tucker was saying, even about, you know, marrying young. It's interesting in the church, you know, they're still pushing off, hey, wait to get married, wait to get married, but they don't want these kids to have sex before married, but wait to get married, but they don't want you to live with this person, but wait to get married. It's so interesting and it's counter what the church really wants. And it's so true what, what Tucker had to say, marry young, because you know, I really yep. do believe it's going to help against pornography, all of these different things, and the church should be encouraging that. I completely agree with what Tucker had to say. And, and marriage, marriage young, and then a focus on—it's uh, a little not quite as, as hallmark friendly, but becoming who you need to be for that other person. We got married at twenty. I'm a mess now. I mean, a mess then. I'm less of a mess now, but I'm still a mess. <laughs> but married at twenty. But but it was that molding and shaping and accountability that was created from that. You know, it's been thirty years now, but I, I guarantee. It protected me from a lot of what have probably would have been some of my biggest regrets of uh, that that would have been wasting some time in those areas. So, so you know, as best as you can, early as you can, guys, get some girl that can put up with you, and then spend the rest of your life trying to earn it. I love it. I love it, Daniel. Real. Thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it. Are you having a hard time sleeping at night, thinking what are you going to do about your finances? If you went back to 1920 and you had a twenty dollar bill and you had one ounce of gold. You could go into a men's clothing store and you could buy an entire suit, the jacket, shoes, pants, wow. belt, everything. Today, what would that $20 bill buy you? It wouldn't, you couldn't buy a handkerchief for the $20 bill, but that one ounce of gold would still buy you, even today, it would buy you an entire men's suit, shoes, belt, pants, jacket, everything. That's the difference. But today, that change is happening faster than ever. And we know a guy by the name of Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott that we've known for over 25 years. He has two PhDs. This is who we're actually using. This is who our friends and family are using. And he's a guy we trust completely. And in today's era, you need somebody you trust. So go to flyovergold.com and learn how to protect yourself against an inflating dollar. For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com.